Hare Krishna, please accept my humble obeisance and my apologies to your lotus feet, my dear devotees. All glories to Sri Lakshmi, all glories to Sri Guru and Gauranga, all glories to Sri Lakshmi, all glories to the simple devotees here. I again beg your pardon. So uh, I totally forgot about the class. <laughs> I will be seeing the words along with you. Whatever Krishna gives me the understanding, um, I will explain. And I have here the commentary with me right here. Um, it is a sixth canto, fourth chapter, thirty-second verse. Are you all able to hear me? Yes, Mataji. Yes. So we will start now. Uh, sixth canto, fourth chapter, thirty-second verse with the prayers. नारायणम नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुधीर नष्ट प्राषु अभद्रीषु निगवत सेवया भगवत्तम श्लोके भक्ति भवती नैष्टी ओम विष्णुपंदाय कृष्ण कृष्णादिपदेशा ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಿಂದ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಿಂದರ್ಮಾನಂದಮಾಧವಂಶಿಚೇತನ್ಯಶ್ವರ್ಯಸ್ಸು Anukulam Brihattat Translation by Shri Prabhupada Jai Shri Prabhupada There are two parties, namely the Thais and the Ethais. The Thais who accept the Super Soul find the spiritual cause through mystic yoga. The Sankhyaite, however, who merely analyzes the material elements comes to a conclusion of impersonalism and does not accept a supreme cause, whether Bhagavan, Paramatma or even Bhagavan, Brahman. Instead, he is preoccupied with the superfluous external activities of material nature. Ultimately, however, both parties demonstrate the absolute truth because although they offer opposing statements, their object is the same ultimate cause. They are both approaching the same Supreme Brahman to whom I offer my respectful obeisances. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Jai Shila Prabhupada. Actually, there are two sides to this argument. Some say that the absolute truth has no form, Nirakara. And others say the absolute has a form, Sakara. Therefore, the word form is a common factor. Although, some accept it Asti or Astika. Asti or Astika. whereas others try to negate it nasty or nastika sincere devotee considers the word form akara a common factor for both he offers his respectful obeisances to the form although others may go on arguing about whether the absolute has a form or not in this verse the word yoga sankhya yoho is very important yoga means bhakti yoga because yogis also accept the existence of all pervading supreme soul and try to see that supreme soul within their hearts as stated in shrimad bhagavatam 12th canto 13th chapter first verse dhyana vastita tadgatena manasa pashyantiyam yoginaha the devotee means the devotee tries to come directly 
in touch with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, whereas the yogi tries to find the super soul within the heart by meditation. Thus, both directly and indirectly, yoga means bhakti yoga. Sankhya, however, means physical study of the cosmic situation through speculative knowledge. This is generally known as Jnana Shastra. The Sankhyaites are attached to the impersonal Brahman, but the absolute truth is known in three ways. Brahmeti, Paramatmeti, Bhagavaniti, Shabdhyati. The absolute truth is one, but some accept him as impersonal Brahman and some as a super soul existing everywhere and some as Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The central point is the Absolute Truth. Although the impersonalists and personalists fight with one another, they focus upon the same Parabrahman and the same Absolute Truth. In the Yoga Shastras, Krishna also Krishna is described as follows. Krishnam Pishangam Baram Ambojikshanam Chaturbhujam Shanka Gadadi Udayudham Thus the pleasure, thus the pleasing appearance of the Supreme Personality of Godhead's bodily features, his limbs and his dress are described. The Sankhya Shastra, however, denies the existence of Lord's transcendental form. The Sankhya Shastra says that Supreme Absolute Truth has no hands, no legs, no name. He anama rupa guna pani padam achakshur ashrotram ekam advitiyam api nama rupadikam nasti. The Vedic mantras say apani padu javano grahita. Supreme Lord has no legs and hands, but he can accept whatever is offered to him. Actually, such statements accept that the Supreme has hands and legs, but deny that he has material hands and legs. This is why Absolute is called Aprakrita. Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, has a Satchidananda Vigraha, a form of eternity, knowledge and bliss not a material form. The Sankhyaites or Jnanis deny material form and the devotees also know very well the Absolute Truth Bhagavan has no material form. Ishwaraha Parama Krishna Satchitananda Vigraha Anadiradir Govinda Sarva Karana Karanam Krishna who is known as Govinda is a supreme controller. He has an eternal blissful spiritual body. He is the origin of all. He has no other origin for he is the prime cause of all causes. The conception of the absolute without hands and legs and the conception of absolute with hands and legs are apparently contradictory. But they both coincide with the same truth about supreme absolute person. Therefore, the word Vastunishtayo, which is used herein, indicates that both the yogis and Sankhyaites have faith in the reality, but are arguing about it from different viewpoints of material and spiritual identities. Parabrahman or Brihat is a common point. The Sankhyaites and yogis are both situated in that same Brahman, but they differ because of different angles of vision. The directions by the Bhakti Shastra point one in the perfect direction because Supreme Personality of Godhead says in Bhakti, Bhagavad Gita, Bhaktiya Maam Abhijanati, only by devotional service am I to be known. The Bhaktas know the Supreme Person has no material form, whereas jnanis simply deny the material form. One should therefore take shelter of bhakti marga, the path of devotion, then everything will be clear. 
Jnanis concentrate on Virat Rupa and the gigantic universal form of the Lord. This is a good system in the beginning for those who are extremely materialistic. But there is no need to think continuously of the Virat Rupa. When Arjuna was shown the Virat Rupa of Krishna, he saw it but did not want to see it perpetually. Therefore, he requested the Lord to return to his original form as two-armed Krishna. In conclusion, learned scholars find no contradictions in the devotees. Devotees' concentration upon the spiritual form of the Lord, Ishwaraha Paramakrishna Satchidananda Vigraha. In this regard, Srila Madhvacharya says that less intelligent non-devotees think that their conclusion is the ultimate. But because devotees are completely learned, they can understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the same, is the ultimate goal. Yes, it was a long purpose <laughs> and um, it's a very regular thing actually, yeah, which you all know already. Um, what it says is, first Prabhupada explains about Sakara and Nirakara. And he says how there are you know people who believe in the personal form of the Lord and how some others don't believe in the form. And when he says, Prabhupada clearly emphasizes again and again that when people don't believe in the form, it means they believe that Krishna does not have a material form. And Prabhupada explains, devotees also know that Krishna's form is not material. Means though it appears to be there is a contradiction between devotees and the impersonalists because devotees say Krishna has a form but impersonalists say Krishna does not have a form but in reality we both agree on one point that the impersonalists know only about the person, uh, material form they have no idea about the spiritual form they have absolutely no idea about the spiritual form they think Form means material. And this is material form God does not have. And we devotees, we also say Krishna does not have a dying material form. Like he does not have a decaying, stinking body. Material form is decaying and stinking. What is spiritual? Soul is spiritual. What is the body? Body is material. Material body is full of problems. Soul has no problems. Soul is always, it cannot be cut, it cannot be wet, it cannot be dried, it cannot be burnt, it cannot die, it cannot take birth, it's always there, that is spiritual. So Krishna has a body and his body is also spiritual. His body cannot be cut, his body cannot be wet, that is why these asuras who were planning to kill Krishna, they were really foolish because they cannot kill Krishna's body because it is spiritual just as Nobody can kill the Asura's soul. Like that, the same soul material is Krishna's body material, which is soul, you know, he's a supreme whole. Uh, he's, um, all of us are parts of his, his body, which is, which is also, you know, complete spiritual um, self, you know. It is not material, his body is not material. So we are all his part and parcel. We means only the soul part. Our bodies have nothing to do with the soul. Our body is just a covering like a dress around our body. It's just like if the dress gets torn, our body does not get injured. Um, because dress has nothing to do with the body. Dress is just a covering on the body. Same way, um, the body, material body that we have is just a covering. If the body gets injured or if the body has to be discarded, nothing happens to what is inside, that is the soul. So the same soul material is Krishna's body. Because there's no difference between Krishna's body and Krishna's soul. His body is made of spiritual things. And um, we are one in the quality of Krishna's body. No, if Krishna's body is having eternity, knowledge, and it's full of bliss, 
our soul is also eternal it is full of knowledge and it is uh, full of bliss but we are covered by not just material body but we are also covered by mind false ego and um, our uh, mind false ego and intelligence you know now that is called subtle body so when it is covered we believe that it is me i did it it is my husband it is my wife it is my children it is my parents actually nothing is mine everything belongs to krishna everything is a servant of krishna and because of this false ego we are forgetting and it is only because of false ego we get into arguments with people we feel offended in the whatsapp groups sometimes uh, we say a point and uh, in the group somebody cuts our point down uh, with something which we think is incorrect and then we feel what will the others think he is cutting me down with totally incorrect um, logic and when i know better logic to cut him down what we do we because we think that the others may think i am wrong so we try to say that i am right you know which is actually not required because when we say a point people who understood will understand people who didn't understand will not anyway not bother so then why waste our time in the whatsapp group like that if we think and we leave it then we are not impacted you know that means we are quite humble but generally it doesn't happen like that we feel the others will misunderstand we try to give a clarification that that feeling that people should not misunderstand me is the existence of false ego is the proof that false ego exists in us and it's very much working and whenever we try to give clarifications you know for um, in the form of um, you know discussion like i say something and you say something again i try to explain you are wrong and i am right again you say yeah, i am wrong and again i'll try to prove i am wrong i'm right so this kind of we trying to prove is false ego but it's because of this false ego we forget that we are the soul and we also are made to forget that we are connected to krishna we are servants of krishna so though we are soul though we are supposed to be happy though we are supposed to be full of knowledge because of this false ego because of this intelligence material intelligence that we have because of the material mind that we have we are um, actually not experiencing what the soul actually is that does not mean krishna is material it is our less intelligence that makes us feel like how i am material though i am not we think i am the body though i am not like that we think krishna is also you know not having me Hare Krishna Sorry, I uh, I was thrown out of the mobile when it uh, 
went blinked off with it. Battery saver mode as usual. Usually it happens. Yes, I continue. So Krishna actually is having his form and um, these people who are following Jnana Shastra, who are the followers of Sankhya Yoga, they just believe in what is um, body is material and soul is spiritual. And they believe that you know even Krishna's soul aspect they uh, means they, they believe the Krishna's uh, light aspect it's Brahman you know Brahma Jyoti whatever is coming from Krishna's body from Krishna's body Krishna is having personal beautiful form and from Krishna's body comes the impersonal feature just like a rose um, fragrant rose is having a shape and its fragrance is not having a shape same like that um, uh, Krishna is having you know rose like beautiful body which is very um, very um, tender lotus like body soft and like how rose has its aroma which has no form like that Krishna has a formless feature which is called Paramatma and from Krishna's body comes another additional feature like from sun planet the light comes like that from Krishna's body light comes and that light is giving light to Surya Dev and Chandra Dev they are all reflecting Krishna's body's light actually and these Jnana Yogis they just believe in the light aspect of Krishna which is the called as Brahman aspect and they believe that and they also think that you know see here Prabhupada is saying see Brahmeti Paramatmeti Bhagavaniti Shabdit. The absolute truth is one, but some accept him as impersonal Brahman. So some people, these jnana yogis, they accept him, his that only that light part of it, the impersonal part, Brahman part, they accept it. And some accept super soul as existing everywhere. But some people who are more intelligent, they accept the all pervading feature, that is the Paramatma feature of the Lord. They are called as yogis. And some accept him as Bhagavan. That is, they, some people understand that Krishna is having a form. From Krishna's body, the light comes, which is called Brahma Jyoti, and uh, that is, or Brahman, you know, uh, impersonal Brahman. And from Krishna's body, impersonal feature is spreading everywhere, which is called Paramatma. So all three things, Tattvavidas, Tattvavidyana, Madhvayam, there's one particular verse in the first canto which says the most intelligent people they understand that Bhagavan has three features. He has a form, he has a formless feature, and he has Brahma Jyoti coming out of him or Brahman, impersonal Brahman emerging from him. All three things they accept, they are most intelligent. Now, to become most intelligent, Prabhupada says, what you have to do is you have to follow Bhakti Yoga. That is, in the directions given by Bhakti Shastra, point one in perfect direction because Supreme Person of God says in Bhagavad Gita, Bhaktiya Mama Bijanati. Prabhupada says like that. Only by devotional service I am to be known. The bhaktas know that Supreme Person has no material form. So, we devotees, we know that Krishna has a form, but it is spiritual. And he has no dying, decaying, stinking material form. He does not have. But these jnanis, they only say he does not have material form. We also say he does not have material form. And we say, in addition, he has a spiritual form. Jnanis just say he does not have a material form. That's all. They don't know about spiritual form. Huh? So, Prabhupada says that one should therefore take shelter of Bhakti Marga. So, suppose if somebody is having half knowledge, it's called, it's dangerous, half knowledge is dangerous. So, Prabhupada says that you should become a devotee and um, then you will understand. Because in between Prabhupada says, see, Vedic mantras say that Supreme Lord has no legs and hands, but he can accept whatever is offered to him. Actually, such statements accept that Supreme Person has hands and legs, but deny that he has, but deny that he has material hands and legs. Means, see, Shastras also say that Lord accepts it. When can you say he accepts? Why should he accept if he does not have a form? Huh? So, he is accepting it with his spiritual hands, but he, it says that he does not have material hands that way. That way Prabhupada is explaining. So, then Prabhupada is saying, but Sankhya's or Jnanis deny the material form. And the devotees also know very well, the absolute truth Bhagavan has no material form. So, um, this is actually the essence of this purport. That um, he is clearly telling that Sankhya's have faith in reality, but are arguing about it from the different viewpoints of material and spiritual identities. Hmm? Parabrahman or Brahat is the common point. 
Sankhya's and yogis are both situated in that same Brahman, but they differ because of different angles of vision. It's like um, if I am having a mobile, I am seeing the front portion of the mobile, you are standing opposite to me, facing me, you see the back of my mobile. And if you go on arguing that my back of the mobile is having a black cover, and I go on saying that in the front of the mobile that I am seeing the uh, picture of Krishna, you know, now we both are right. Uh, but our angles of vision are different. You are seeing the rear view, I am seeing the front view. That's the difference. But an intelligent person knows that my mobile has rear view and a front view. And both are correct. So that is a person who knows everything. And that is a bhakti yogi. Like that Prabhupada explained. So it is actually the same topic which you have been learning. So I think um, you all have understood. So we move to the next verse. 6 Kanto, chapter 4, verse 33. Yonugrahartham bhajatam padam moolam padam moolam anamarupo bhagavananta namani rupani chajanma karma bear peji samahyam parama prasidatu. Translation by Srila Prabhupada, Jai Srila Prabhupada. Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is inconceivably opulent, who is devoid of all material names, forms and pastimes and who is all-pervading is especially merciful to the devotees who worship his lotus feet. Thus he exhibits transcendental forms and names with different pastimes. May that Supreme Personality of Godhead, whose form is eternal and full of knowledge and bliss, be merciful to me. So, the Hamsa Guhya prayers are going very beautifully. Let's see the purport of Srila Prabhupada, Jai Srila Prabhupada. In regard to significant word, Anama Rupa, Sri Sridhar Swami says, Prakrita Nama Rupa Rahitopi. The word Anama means having no name. Indicates that Supreme Personality of Godhead has no material name. Simply by chanting the name of Narayana to call his son Ajamila attains salvation. This means Narayana is not an ordinary mundane name. It is non-material. The word Anama therefore indicates that the names of Lord Krishna do not belong to this material world. The vibration of Hare Krishna Maha Mantra is not material sound. And similarly, the form of the Lord and His appearance and activities are non-material. To show His causeless mercy to the devotees as well as non-devotees, Krishna, the Supreme Personality of God, appears in this material world with names, forms and pastimes, all of which are transcendental. Unintelligent men who do not understand this think of these names, forms, past tense as material and therefore they deny that he has a name or a form. Considered with scrutiny, the conclusion of non-devotees who say that God has no name and that of devotees who know that his name is not material are practically the same. Supreme Personality of Godhead has no material name, form, birth, appearance or disappearance. But nevertheless, he takes birth. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 4.6, Ajopi sanavyayatma bhuta nameshuropisan prakritim swamadhishtaya sambhavam yatnamayaya. Although the Lord is unborn, Aja, and his body never undergoes material changes, he nevertheless appears as an incarnation, maintaining himself always in the transcendental stage. Thus, he exhibits his transcendental forms, names and activities. That is his special mercy towards his devotees. Others may continue merely arguing about whether absolute truth has form or not. But when a devotee by the grace of Lord sees the Lord personally, he becomes spiritually ecstatic. Unintelligent persons say that Lord does nothing. Actually, he, does, he has nothing to do. But he nevertheless, he has to do everything because without his sanction, no one can do anything. The unintelligent, however, cannot see how he is working and how the entire material nature is working under his direction. His different potencies work perfectly. Natasya karyam karanam cha vidyate natatsamas chabhyadikas chadrishyate parasya Shaktir vividaiva shuyati subhaviki jnana balakriyacha Shweta Shwetra Upanishad 6.8 He has nothing to do personally for since his potencies are perfect everything is immediately done by his will 
the persons to whom the supreme personality of Godhead is not revealed cannot see how he is working and therefore they think that even if there is God he has nothing to do or has no particular name actually the Lord's name already exists because of his transcendental activities the Lord is sometimes called Guna Karma Nama because he is named according to his transcendental activities for example Krishna is all attractive this is Lord's name because his transcendental qualities make him very attractive as a small boy he lifted Govardhan Hill in his childhood he killed many demons such activities are very attractive and therefore he is sometimes called Giridari, Madhusudana, Aghanishudana and so on because he acted as a son of Maharaja Nanda he is called Nanda Tanuja these names already exist since non-devotees cannot understand the names of the Lord he is sometimes called Anama or nameless this means that he has no material names all his activities are spiritual and therefore he has spiritual names generally less intelligent men are under the impression that the Lord has no form therefore he appears in his original form as Krishna Satchidananda Vigraha to carry out his mission of participating in the battle of Kurukshetra and pastimes to protect the devotees and vanquish the demons this is his mercy for those who think that he has no form and no work to do Vishnu comes to show that indeed he works he works so gloriously that no one can else can perform such uncommon acts although he appeared as human being he married 60,108 wives which is impossible for a human being to do Lord performs such activities to show people how great he is how affectionate he is and how merciful he is although his original name is Krishna Krishna is the Bhagavan Swayam he acts in unlimited ways and therefore according to his work he has many many thousands of names you see this is again the same um, concept but Prabhupada is explaining a little more uh, he is practically proving with the word first he is proving with a few things that are extra compared to though the though he is trying to say that we have to understand through bhakti that Krishna has a form Krishna has a name Krishna does activities Krishna uh, all these things that Prabhupada is um, trying to say there we just discuss about how Krishna has form and only devotees understand that but um, here he is explaining further that Krishna they say that he is anama Anama means nameless. Nameless means he is not having material name. And what is the proof? You cannot say he does not have any name. If Krishna really did not have a name, if they were right, then how did Ajamila get liberated from material life, being such a sinner? So he called out name Narayana, and they said Narayana name is itself very powerful. He got purified. That means Narayana name is there then how that word anama has come anama means he has no material name same like that he has no form means he has no material form what a what an argument it is it's a most intelligent argument you know with uh, with giving the example of ajamila who got liberated just by just by the you know using the um, spiritual name of the Lord and then Prabhupada says why the name is called spiritual because these names are given to Krishna based on the spiritual activities he is doing it's not simply oh Krishna uh, yes sorry uh, it is not simply um, it is not simply uh, you know names are not simply given because of um, uh, you know um, uh, like how they give to us <laughs> like when we are born because we are born some name is given to us it's not Krishna to Krishna it's not given like that when we call Krishna as Madhu Sudhana means he has killed the demon named Madhu Sudhana means killer Madhu Sudhana means a killer of Madhu Nanda Nandana means because he's born to the person called Nanda he is called Nanda Nandana when we say born it is told that Krishna does not take birth just like we are told that Shamrasika Mataji does not take birth huh? because she is a soul right 
then how did you take birth it's it is like um, because we have done you know our uh, what to say uh, our uh, um, desiring you know that we want to enjoy separately from uh, krishna that is how we have taken birth here you know we have chosen to come down same like how we chose to come down krishna chose to come down to help us to go back to him that's all you know like how we came down we also don't have birth then how do we take birth we also don't have birth but we all die how die means we atma does not die only the body we live same like that krishna also does not have birth but he takes he comes down like like surya dev you know the sun god he does not take birth and he does not die but every day he appears and every night he disappears same like that krishna appears and he disappears his body does not die because he comes with his spiritual body and he goes back with his body we we don't have to when he will not leave his body here and the body will stink if we leave it nothing like that lord rama he entered into sarayu uh, river to take bath and he vanished there there are so many um, lords who just um, went in they just walked into the water and they disappeared you know i i don't remember others only lord rama recently read in dropas purport that in sarayu river he just went to take bath and there he vanished when his time was over and lord krishna they said that he was lying down and a hunter hit an arrow and he left no he didn't he just then got up and he went back in his um uh, pushpak viman or whichever in in his um, aeroplane so these uh, um, vishnu tattvas or lord krishna they have a spiritual body they come and people think it is that he took birth actually he appears and he disappears at his will he can appear any time and now he has appeared in the form of bhagavatam and if if um, shastras are speaking the truth if we read daily bhagavatam then they say it's equal to krishna we will see a krishna in the pages of bhagavatam if you are sincerely spending time and if you are learning humbly submissively from teachers so if we do that we will get to see krishna in the pages of bhagavatam we will see the form of krishna if you sincerely chant after read, daily reading bhagavatam if you sincerely chant our chant will have better quality and in the chanting time we will be able to see the form of krishna then all our doubts will be cleared so krishna has a form and it is not material that's right material form it does not have this is what prabhupada is trying to say and only unintelligent persons say that lord does nothing actually <laughs> this is the most heights of foolishness it's like a son and a father father wants to ride his bike and the little son 3 year old he says i want to ride i want to ride always you are riding i want to ride today then he is really crying then father says okay you hold this you know and you press here and uh, then the kicking part he cannot do the child 3 year old baby cannot do so the, the bike is kicked and started by the father and uh, father also holds the uh, what you call steering or whatever and the son also holds in the center and the father does the needful and the son thinks today i drove the bike now it is very foolish the mother if 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 he goes and tells his mother that i drove and father just sat behind me i brought him mother will say is it okay okay but mother knows that it is the father who drove and he simply held so um it is ridiculous i mean nobody will believe that a 3 year old or a 2 year old or a 1 year old just held the bike um, handle and um, the bike moved from one place to another nobody will believe that because it is not fact um, we will laugh at it um, same like that we are like the 3 year old or the 2 year old or a 1 year old who says that i drove the bike actually anything is happening now today for example for this class i can't say i took the class it's because see i didn't even remember because i was so much preoccupied with something and my cooking got delayed today and i was um, so delayed that <laughs> that because i was looking for recipes and i was writing them down and i totally forgot about this class i wanted to cook some nice feast um, and uh, my daughter cooked breakfast and same breakfast she again gave for lunch time so that we don't be hungry till i cook this interesting feast and when i was about to cook i got a call and i was totally shocked now this forgetfulness um um is because i did not prioritize shrimad bhagavatam so krishna gave me forgetfulness if i had prioritized then krishna would have given me remembrance 
So right from forgetfulness, it is proving that I am not the doer of this class. If my daughter's number was not there, Mataji could not have contacted um, us and she could not have reminded us. So, so who arranged to have another phone? Krishna arranged. Who gave them the intelligence to call us? Krishna gave. And who made me pick the call? Krishna made me pick the call. He made me my ears work that I could hear the sound. So, um, and then now without any preparation, if I am able to give a class, who is giving this intelligence and guidance? Krishna is giving, Guru Maharaj is giving intelligence and guidance so that you people can also understand things. And, um, um, uh, you know, uh, so, when Krishna gave the intelligence, when Krishna gave the reminder through you as devotees, um, and uh, when Krishna is uh, helping me speak, he's not giving me cough and uh, uh, interrupting, or he's not, um, you know, making my mobile stop working or internet fail. That you know, with he's he's providing the Krishna is providing internet, Krishna is providing me um, energy. Krishna is providing me good health where I am not coughing and uh, I am not stopping the class. It's going on. And today uh, when I went out of um, the call, I got to know Krishna Krishna made me keep checking the phone whether its um, battery is uh, you know, switching, going to power off mode, power uh, save mode or something. He gave me reminders. Uh, and so without before you called, I um, uh, I was told by Krishna. So you see how Krishna is. He gave memory. He uh, I mean he called and reminded. He gave me the intelligence to understand. He's giving me good health to speak, and he's making me alert to see the phone if it is going to power save mode, and if I'm getting disconnected from the call, and he's making me continue with the class. And then then if I say I gave the class, I did it, and they all understood. It is foolishness. Yes, we have the credit only for desiring. I had the desire to do, but my desire, if it was so intense, I would not have forgotten. My desire was weak, because, but desire was there. That is why at least um, Pooja Mataji could approach us and she could give a reminder. So, um, from this, we understand that we are not the doers. You know, the problem is, Bhagavad Gita very clearly says that um, uh, that one verse is there which says in Bhagavad Gita that only an um, egoistic person, you know, who is foolish, thinks that he is the doer. He's actually, no, no soul is the doer because doer, actually material modes, they... Um, Krishna is the sanctioning doer. Material modes are the executing doer. And we are just desiring doers. Only desire is ours. Now you see, in 18th chapter, five things are emphasized you know, in Bhagavad Gita. I don't think I will be able to remember all of them now. Um, because unless I know the shloka number by heart. you know, uh, In 18th chapter, one of the words is five things are there. One is the soul who desires to do something. Another one is the place at which it happens, means the body of the um, uh, person. Like uh, if the class is now going on, I desire to give a class um, and uh, the body, now my tongue is speaking and the mind is uh, cooperating, right? So the senses, mind is considered as the sixth sense. So mind and tongue uh, and my eyes are cooperating to read mm -hmm. um, with all the help of this body. Um, and senses, the voice is coming out, you know. Uh, so the body and senses together. So the soul, body, senses are three things already. And um, another thing is uh, Paramatma who is sanctioning. And there's one more thing I don't remember at all. Uh, I totally forgot. Even if you give me clues, I will not be able to say. I'll open the book to say that. So five things are needed uh, to do any task. Now, out of the five things, only one thing. Huh? Yes, can you translate? Can you translate which is that which is that fifth uh, fifth thing, Prabhu? Can you translate? If That's you know it. the shloka number, That's you can tell. It's a shloka number. Huh? 
ஆமாஜிஸ்ட்ரேட்டர் and out of the five things if you will equally divide it by 100% you know um, each thing gets 20% means we have only 20% involvement and the 80% is done by the other things like body body i didn't create uh, it's a, a working body functioning body uh, and the body's function it's it's not my property it's krishna given so that 20 mark goes to krishna senses i didn't create 20 marks goes to krishna many different kinds of endeavors you know if the endeavor should happen also you know um, see by all act, um, activities depend on the will of super soul who is seated within the heart see prapad is saying let me read this the word adhisthanam refers to the body the soul within the body is acting to bring about the results of activity and there is mm, therefore is known as karta the doer that the soul is the knower and the doer is stated in shruti then um, it says the the instruments of action are the senses and by the senses of the soul acts in various ways for each and every action there is a different endeavor but all one's activities depend on the will of super soul means even if you are endeavoring it is like now you all endeavored to catch me to inform me to remind me you know first you booked a long back one month ago and again you reminded just yesterday you have put your endeavor different endeavors first time first time you booked it a month ago then you reminded me a day ago you endeavored but did it happen on time it didn't happen why it didn't happen because krishna was also involved if your endeavors only should work then it should have worked i should have started no in between there was something else which was not in your control which was not in my control that's why we lost that much of a time right so that is what is the endeavor again it's it is you know dependent on the will of super soul supreme um, lord is a super cause and then the last thing is super soul himself means bhagavan himself or paramatma himself so that is also again not me So 80% of the work is done by the Lord and 20% that is what is that actually we should not even give 20% to our desire. You know, de- with the desire what will happen? You know, that the body has to work, senses have to work, endeavor has to be made, Krishna has to say yes. Actually you should not even give 20-20% emphasis. For desire how much percent can you give? Somebody desires, will it happen? Uh, if somebody says I want to become a Karodpati, you know and he does not do anything and he will not become then if he says see i desired i did my part uh, it didn't happen because desire actually you know has actually no value if the person doesn't work so just for desire there is no value right so that much only value we have as a doer when we think i did something it's just that i desired and desire is i would say 1% or uh, that to desire also we got by the mercy of devotees devotees have put right desires otherwise materialists don't have the right desire to attend these classes uh, uh, to serve assist in these classes no non devotees don't have the desire so devo- desire is also mercy from guru and krishna so then how we can take any credit for doing anything body is not mine and senses are not mine endeavors for it to work krishna has to be involved and krishna himself has to sanction and desire also is borrowed from somebody else how we can consider for anything i have done it but because i desired uh, krishna has fulfilled it so if i desire to be a criminal he'll fulfill the desire if i deeply desire to be a criminal he'll fulfill so i will have to take the punishment but if i strongly desire that i have to be a pure devotee krishna will fulfill so the result of becoming a pure devotee is going back to god that also i have to enjoy if i 
do wrong desire, I have to suffer it. If I do right desire, I have to enjoy it. So, because of our desires, since Krishna is letting us do, like a baby will say, I want to, you know, you should throw me in the air hundred times. And you throw hundred times just because the baby is crying for it. Then the baby becomes very tired. It gets hurt by, you know, uh, by you flying it in the air and carrying, uh, catching it so many times. The baby sometimes gets a um, little wrongly handled and it gets pain all over and it cries. Now who is to be, who is to be blamed? Because baby begged you many times. You fulfilled the desire. Like that because we are having desire and Krishna is so pampering father. Is fulfilling our desire, so we have to um, face the consequence. Like the baby has to face the consequence if it asks to throw it in the air hundred times. Same way, we have to um, face the consequence for every hundred desire we have, you know, right or wrong desires. We have to face it. So that's why we face the consequence. But just because we are facing the consequence, it does not mean we are the doers. We are the just desiring doers. So. Knowing also now why we spoke all this was um, to say that um, we are born here because of our desire, but that does not mean that we are doing something. Actually, it is told Krishna is does not do any activity, but Krishna only is doing all the activities through us. Krishna only is um, you know means by sanctioning. His sanctioning and material modes are making these senses work. Our senses work based on material modes. Like some people, if they want to do a class, say they may uh, they may be very peaceful, you know, um, and very uh, thoughtful, and uh, their words may be with full of wisdom. Sometimes some people who are new, they may be very passionate and they may speak very fast and with full of energy. Uh, means what? The mode of passion is working through one teacher, and mode of um, goodness or um, or maybe about three modes, you know, like pure devotees give a class. They are just simply transcendental, right? So like that, you know, any activity we do, modes are making us work in a particular way. Mopping of the house, someone may be doing it with totally negligence, you know, oh, I just want to finish, it's always one headache for me. Somebody may be doing it with all the uh, interest, you know, with all quickness and all energy. And someone may be doing it with all peace of mind saying that, you know, this duty has to be done early in the morning so that I can do everything else nicely and the house will give a positive energy. That is Sattva The one who is doing with full energy and with very great quickness, maybe passion. The one who is negligently doing, maybe oh, doing the work in ignorance. The one who is thinking this is a temple of the Lord. Krishna should like it. So while uh, doing the cleaning, he is um, remembering the names of the Lord or he is hearing the lecture of Srimad Bhagavatam. So he is doing it in a transcendental way. So like this, when people do it in doing the same activity of giving a class in different ways, we should understand they are doing it under the modes of nature. So uh, modes also are the executing um, doers, you know, and sanctioning doer is Krishna. What result you should get, the way you did it, you know, that sometimes when we do it in passion, we may get back pain by doing jatpat, jatpat cleaning with full um, over-enthusiasm. We may get back pain or our legs may pain or uh, whatever. But when somebody is doing it um, quite peacefully, he will not get any pain. He gets the effect of exercise. That is in Sattva Like that, the modes are making us do the work. And Krishna is finally sanctioning. So therefore, we can't say Krishna is not doing anything. It is Krishna only who is doing everything because finally the result is sanctioned by the Lord. The sun rises because Krishna is making the demigods do the work. He is um, ordering them. So the, who, who orders the demigods? Demigods cannot do anything on their own. They too have to leave the body. Their body is also material, you know, they also have to leave the body. So, they are also given the body and they are also given the duty huh? um, by the Lord. So, Supreme Lord may directly not do anything, but He is making the others do and that is also doing, isn't it? So, we say that Krishna does not do anything, but actually He does not do any material activity. He does all spiritual activity. Why spiritual? Because... Can we marry lakhs of people and can we multiple lakhs of times and can we keep lakhs of spouses happy? No, if somebody is doing it, it's not material activity, spiritual activity. Can a baby seven-year-old lift um, a big mountain? No, if the baby lifts, a seven-year-old baby lifts a big mountain, 
and definitely it's a spiritual activity. So like that Krishna did all such activities right from birth. He killed so many Asuras when he was just a crawling baby. Huh? So that all means that whatever he did were not material activities, they were spiritual activities. So that is why we say when we say that Krishna does not do activities, it does not mean he does not do, but it simply means he does only spiritual activities. So like that, um, actually, Prabhupada has told in the purple, let me just see the time. Oh yes, it's 6 o'clock already. I've already crossed the time. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, thank you so much for your patience. Now, if you have any questions, uh, I will be here only for next um, 15 minutes because I have to cook. Um, and I'm very sorry. Please forgive me. If you have any questions, um, you can ask. I could cover only two verses because the purports were long and the next purport also is very long. So, um, I could not have done it anyway. Thank you, my dear devotees, for your cooperation. Hare Krishna. Any comments or questions? You are welcome. Otherwise, we can wind up the class. Hare Krishna Mataji, Madarasaram. Ki Jai, Guru Maharaj Ki Jai. Yes, Mataji, I was really hearing, but then partially I was outside driving. I had to go, uh, but I was like, you know, half uh, hearing, not with full this thing, but I'll hear the recording. But thank you so much. Uh, for enlightening us today and you know like uh, don't have a question as such but uh, you know hearing from you is so nice thank you Mataji oh that was very very sweet hearing from you is so nice that is so sweet because I was feeling it's the same topic which we are already know only thing is Prabhupada's um, solid arguments uh, to prove that uh, Krishna has form and Krishna does activities and Krishna has a name um, this uh, how he argues and how he proves that was something new for me otherwise all the topics all of you know it very well but because it came I just explained if somebody new will hear I thought they should benefit so for their sake um, I explained but I think most of you know everything in this um, so I don't think anybody will have questions but Thank you so much for your sweet comment, dear Mataji. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. All glories to Sri Guru and Gauranga. But if you have others have any questions, you can ask. It's only like the form uh, thing. I just wanted to add Adbhavi. Can you hear me, Mataji? I can hear, but if I keep myself only on uh, mute, if I unmute myself, your voice will break, then okay. I can't hear. That's why I mute myself. What time I had gone to the Gurdwara, so you know like Gurdwara where these communities are there, so you know we were just generally, and one, ma one lady was saying, well, you know, we don't believe that uh, the, the Lord or Guru has a form, so, you know, something like that they said, the Niraka, they believe in that, something like that, no, uh, you know, so, and when I went there, I saw people were sitting with long faces, nobody was smiling, nobody was dancing, nobody was clapping, you know, so I felt so lost and I felt like, you know, this is, our Hare Krishna is so different, no? Like, uh, I mean, we can visualize the beauty of Krishna or things like that. So, because they follow that philosophy that, you know, uh, the God they believe in doesn't have a form, it's like everything uh, changes, you know, in the sense, it's not like, Perfect. right? So, you have something to comment on that, Mataji? Perfect, I said. Perfect. Because they are thinking Lord does not have a form and He does not have emotions, He does not do activities, these people also become emotionless. That is why they look like it. What is it? Their, their philosophy is so dry. They are thinking that they are also God. They forget about uh, He having form or not. They're, some people think that they are equal to God. That is considered as um, not correct. But at least they can think that, okay, God does not have a form, but He is great. I am small. I am merging in Him. If they think like that, that is at least accepted. But they cannot say, I am only God. Then that is nonsense, you know. That is totally wrong. Like that Prabhupada says. So, these people, they think that He does not have form. He does not have emotion. They, they also want to give up all the enjoyment of material life. Because they see everything is material. So they don't want to enjoy food. So they want to, you know, that's why finally they leave everything and they go and they eat only roots and fruits in the forest. And they don't cook food. They don't uh, put salt uh, and uh, oil and things like that, you know. 
they eat everything raw which is available from the ground and they survive and they do tapasya like that because they believe that they should not enjoy but what we devotees do we we know that krishna has a form and krishna has activities he does uh, activities with the devotees so he we know that when we give him he acts it so we cook the best of the foodstuffs we give him and we know to eat his remnants is very purifying so after feeding him we eat it so since we give cook best of the food for krishna we and since we know that krishna's um, after krishna tasting it becomes more tastier so we eat it with great relish and we enjoy life by keeping krishna in the center so we will have all emotions all smiles uh, like you said we sing we dance but they believe that any enjoyment is to be forbidden that's all made they think everything is material singing material dancing material simply close your eyes and think of nothing focus on nothing but this is something very very dry that is why as you rightly said um they are having very long faces and they are emotionless and it is very difficult for us to spend a few hours with them it's like that so we are right dear mother ji hari krishna and krishna also says klesho dhikarastesham abhyakta asakta chetasam so these uh, people who are having impersonalist they are having very arduous journey towards krishna but in a convo in a tortuous way in a circuitous way and they are uh, taking the stairs lot of uh, struggle and tapasya and yet uh, unable to uh, realize the bhagavan aspect uh, even not even paramatma aspect yogis are still even little closer and is impersonally uh, brahma jyoti uh, uh, conception is still so far behind and yet it's so much arduous that's why long faces they're not achieving anything and that's why that that, uh, that i was just thinking uh, this is such a nice uh, uh, verse mata ji these two verses are so much uh, nice and uh, in this i also think that brahma samhita lord brahma also says panthastu koti sata achara sampragyam i'm just reading i do not remember this by verse by heart vayorathapi manasa muni pungavanam okay the translation let me go i worship govinda the primeval lord only the tip of the toes of whose lotus feet is approached by the yogis who aspire after the transcendental and betake themselves to the pranayama by drilling the respiration or by the gyanis who try to find out the non differentiated brahman by the process of elimination of the mundane extending over thousands of millions of years that means that's what krishna says bahunam janmanam ante gyanavan maham prabodha vasudeva sarvamiti samatma sudurlava so it's so nice uh, that after millions of births these people get to realize that brahman is only an effulgence from lord's body and like that uh, sarvabhuma bhattacharya who was uh, uh, who was an impersonalist thinking about brahman and always giving uh, gyan to mahaprabhu and mahaprabhu is saying why why you are saying this uh, brahman is only a one pers- one aspect of uh, this uh, this thing and then when that atmaravastha uh, munaya nigrantavi udukrame kurvante ahitakim bhaktim iti etat bhutaganagari so when the uh, lord spoke about that verse and uh, uh, from vyakaran and nay and sarvama bhatcharya could only Uh, give uh, nine explanations whereas uh, and then uh, gave it to Pro- mahaprabhu and mahaprabhu gave 64 explanation then he realized then uh, um, that uh, brahman is only ganita ananda kamriya that brahman is only ananda is only small ganit was limited purnananda is tasmat but hari is purnananda the real happiness the unlimited happiness rests with hari that was so nice realization then he realized what he was uh, trying to get uh, that uh, he was so foolish to have uh, tried to get happiness through vyakaran and nay the neti neti that sankaracharya sharirika bhasya then through neti neti he was trying to get happiness where the happiness uh, uh, was lying in bhakti then he became uh, really realized that was nice i mean, like uh, mataji your class is so nice <laughs> 